Hey, coaches, before we get going today, I want to extend an invitation to you. Do you have a great player or a leader you're going to count on next season to run the show for you? Well, don't leave their success and your team's success to chance, or you may end up disappointed. Thousands of coaches send their players to a point guard college camp each year so they can discover how to think the game, lead your team, and run the show. We'll send them back to you a smarter player, a better player, and better equipped to foster a championship culture next season in practice and in the locker room. I've had many of our own college players attend a PGC camp, and it's always had a huge impact on them on and off the court. You can go to pgcbasketball.com to find a camp near you. You put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be. I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game. In my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals achievements. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Coaches, do you find yourself struggling to stay in touch with your former athletes? Especially as the years go by and the number of athletes that you've coached continues to grow, it seems like it becomes a daunting task to try to stay in touch and stay in contact with them. And if you're a coach who values your players and enjoys that relationship, it probably creates a little pain inside that you can't stay as well connected to those athletes. We're going to talk today about how you can better stay in touch with those athletes and build stronger, deeper relationships moving forward. Adam, love today's topic. I was just thinking about this the other day. You know, I, I claim to want to be impactful in my player's life, and it's going to continue on for a lifetime. And one of the things I continually struggle with is staying in touch with him. I try, but there's Facebook Messenger and maybe Twitter and text messages. And, you know, I feel like that one text every year or, you know, every, every six months or whatever just doesn't feel like enough. But as you continue to grow in your career there's more and more players you're trying to keep in touch with more and more players and i truly do care about them but i find my communication lacking it's not one of the easiest things to do is to keep up with everybody especially you get into the season you're focused on the players in that team uh, but i don't want the players from the past to think i'm not still there for them and want to keep in touch with them this is such a fascinating topic because i i I struggle with this immensely tj you know, and, and I think it's really interesting because when you're in season with these players, I mean, you are together, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, you are family. Like, you know every in and out. I mean, every nuance. I mean, your relationship is extremely tight and intimate during the season. So you go yeah. from this place of being all in with them, maybe for numerous years in a row as you're going through that process, and then boom. They leave, right? And they go on, and then all of a sudden it becomes just this distant relationship. And you went from loving this player and having an incredible relationship, which was real, genuine, and authentic, Mm -hmm. to then just things changing. And and you want to continue it because you love that player still, but it's the numbers begin to grow. You know, how long have you been coaching, TJ? Yeah, 18 years. 18 years. I mean, I don't even know the numbers, right? But 18 years, 15 players per team. I mean, you just do the numbers. It's in the hundreds. Yeah. Right? It's in the hundreds. And and physically, how do you keep up with all those? Although you love each and every one of them. And I think about it for me, and and this is something personally I've been struggling with, TJ. You know, I, I work on staff with one to two teams every season. 
right? Fall, winter, and spring. That's up to six teams where I'm invested, I'm on staff, and when I'm with these teams, TJ, I'm literally, I'm, I mean, I'm being asked to come in just really to love these guys or love these, you know, athletes and build great relationships and encourage them and, and help develop them. And I, and I get really close to them and I love them. I just can't keep up. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because I want to. So I felt like it's a topic that needs to be discussed because I, I don't think you and I are alone on this, that there's other coaches needing it. So I actually put some feedback out to on social. I said, coaches, how do you better stay in touch? And there were some interesting responses. I think there's some things that we can kind of gather and, and learn from here. I love um, at FX Rams men's basketball, Jeremy Postero. He's got alumni games. I don't know if Emanuel College does that. Maybe too difficult because everyone lives far away from Franklin Springs. But in your community, having alumni games where the alumni can come back in, I absolutely love that. I think that's really, really uh, doable and, and realistic for a lot of coaches. Former players on staff. I know that's something you – I mean, your staff's almost always former players. Yeah. Right? I think about Micah. I think about Graham. Yeah. 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 I mean, both those things we try and do. I mean, I – I, the, I think the alumni game is great because I feel like if you get in touch with them in person, it's almost like times 10. You, I was just about to say it, that. It, it, It's more than like if I text you and say, yo, Adam, how's it going? You know, life's good, man. Kids are growing up. That is great. But then if you actually see them in person, see their kids grow, you you, know, you talk about their, their dad or their mom playing, it just, it, it's more of like a times 10 communication. I would totally agree. Jack Krause, I love this out in Philadelphia. They rent a room, a private room for the Final Four every year on that Saturday night in their community. Wow. And they invite all former players to come and watch the two Final Four Saturday night games together as a, as a basketball community. Wow. How great of an idea is that? It's a super idea. You know, especially if – probably a little bit more challenging in a college setting because people are coming – from, from all places, overs, yeah. right? But if in a high school community where yeah. let, let's assume a large majority of the players come back home during breaks and stuff. Yeah. Hey, it's it's Seneca Valley basketball, right? Uh, it's our final four night. We're paying for everything, right? Food, yeah. maybe not drinks, but food, yeah. right? We rent the room. Come yeah. on out. I love that idea. Every Great. year, let's get together and let's put it on our calendar. I love the idea. He also has an alumni rec league, which I think is fascinating. Yeah. Right? Everyone loves basketball. Okay, You love mm-hmm. kind of getting back out on the court. Well, why not create a rec league and have it be all around you know, you know, players that you previously coached? And I think every program is different. You know, like when we talk about college and high school, we talk about a small high school and a huge high school. Like There's just a lot of variety. And I think one thing is important for coaches to kind of sense what would work in their community. Right, Like a, a summer league might not work in certain community, communities, but there's the alternative to that. You know, Rather than actually being in... And um, an all, all all summer long three on three or four on four league. Maybe you could just have an alumni tournament three on three. Come back for a weekend, or or maybe there's a, a time in the summer where most people are back. Or another great time when people come back a lot of times is Christmas break. Uh, so I think adapting to what you can really fit into your schedule would be a really good idea. But I love the idea of getting them back together to play. Absolutely. There's some additional ideas. Well, let's take a quick halftime break with our friends over at Team Snap. 
coaches, we all want players that communicate better on the floor, and we want to communicate to our players better. We've been talking about night communication, N stand for names, and then I. We want to make sure we're giving good information. We don't have a lot of time. Basketball happens fast. So if I want Adam to box out, I got to say Adam box out. I got to give him clear and precise information. Box out. He knows what job he needs to do. Coaches, your team should be communicating better, making sure that they know when there's a practice change, where they need to be in any team meetings they need to keep up with, and information that's important to your team. Go check out our friends at teamsnap.com forward slash PGC. Teamsnap.com forward slash PGC for a four-month free trial, and your team will operate much more efficiently. So I was having a conversation with one of my good friends. He coaches uh, youth football, and I, I asked him this. I said, hey, you, you know, you've got so many kids that have come through your program, and they come through you, and then they go out to their different high schools, and they begin their high school careers. How do you keep up with them? Right? And he was expressing similar frustration. He, he utilizes throwback photos and videos constantly on his social pages. And he said it's become like the big thing that he's done to stay connected and to keep building that that engagement with former athletes, but also to show them that he loves them. So he constantly, and I used to always ask him, like, why do you always throw out all these photos and videos of five years ago, seven years ago, 10 years ago? And I mean, he does it religiously. And he said, it's because it's his way of showing those former players that still follow him. Like, Hey, I still love you so much. Remember that day, right? 2008, man, what a great memory. And all of a sudden it creates a conversation thread where they can go and start reflecting back on memories and it kind of gets them all going again, right? And shows, oh, you're my guy, you know? And I think that was a really cool thing. And I like that tactic. And and that's one of the, I've actually started doing that a little bit more. I mean, you go through anyone's iPhone, right? They've got 5,000, 7,000, 10,000 photos. Yeah. Um, My wife's at 20. Wow. Is that not ridiculous? Right, 20,000? is what that is. It's Golly. crazy, right? Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, there's photos, throwback photos of all the memories, right? Spend time reflecting on those. And then each of your, your players that may follow you on social media, you can re-engage on it. And it communicates to them still how much you care about them, and that you're still on their mind and they think about you. I think that's a powerful reminder. Yeah, I do too. I, you know, And I always like the groups created, like Facebook groups. The only problem is, can you create those on Twitter and Instagram, like little groups? Because I know... On Facebook I, only. Yeah, because I've wanted to create a Facebook, but it's so phased out, like in the new players as they're going on just yeah, a lot like, of oh, I'd have to get on my parents page I mean it's like yeah it's almost <laughs> like you have to be done for five years before you can open a Facebook page I so, don't think it's that yeah, old but uh, I understand what you're well saying. I mean for, for a lot of those players at 21 they're not on a Facebook but most of the players that are 30 are on Facebook you know TJ I've, I've got another thought but let's take a quick 30 second time out catch up with our friends over at shot tracker our friends over at Shot Tracker are changing the game with their new revolutionary technology that is making basketball more efficient and effective at all levels. Shot Tracker is made up of three components there's a Shot Tracker enabled ball, player sensors, and anchors in the rafter. And combining them all gives you high level, detailed analytics to be able to track everything your players are doing, spacing, movement, shot efficiency. It's absolutely incredible. Check out ShotTracker.com to learn more about how you can get connected to ShotTracker and begin changing the game for your team. TJ, we talked earlier in the show, you go from being literally family, 
with these players when you're coaching them, whether it's one season or multiple seasons. I mean, there's that level of intimacy as if they are a a son or daughter for you as the parent. Like, it feels like that. Do you think players – recognize the challenge after they leave of just how many players you've coached and the challenge of staying in touch with them? Or do you think they take it personal, right, where maybe you checked in on them regularly every week, you know, when you were coaching them, or every other day you'd send them things, but now you don't, okay? Maybe you don't talk to them as much. Do you think they recognize it's a challenge, or do you think they take it personal? I don't know, but I can tell you I'm constantly intrigued by, like, you know, the other day, I mean, it's an overwhelming sense of almost guilt. Like there was, it was Mother's Day, and a bunch of my players just started texting my wife, like "Happy Mother's Day." Happy. And I came to me, I'm, I started thinking, "Oh my gosh, I need to contact them. Oh my gosh, I need to send them a message." You know, like, and I started feeling instantly. It was like, how sweet is that? I just felt bad that I hadn't been in contact, you know, with those particular players and hadn't sent them a message in a while. And so then you have to try and, you know, what I'm trying to do is get more intentional about it because it's hard. And and one thing I try and level the playing field with all my players is, is like, you know, when you are one of these players, you'll get all of my attention during these four years, you know. And I hope to think that they know, like, when I'm in the season, I'm locked into my team and given those players that attention – but I don't want to live on that crutch where I'm not taunting you because I'm too focused on these teams. You know, I, I want to make sure I'm staying in contact. But I, I, I think you have to be super intentional to make it happen because if you don't, I mean, like me, I, I look at those messages to my wife and, you know, and I'm thinking Mary, they're saying Merry Christmas to her. And then I'm like, did they mean that for both of us or did they not? And I started just second guessing myself. They said, screw you, coach. Yeah, I know. I know. You haven't hit me up in a while. Yeah. You know, I, I think this topic is one that it's a journey. Yeah. I think for coaches trying to figure it out. Trying to to manage it, but I, I think it's important, regardless of where you are. Like, I hope that your heart is is kind of tugging at you the way it's kind of tugging at us as we're yeah. talking about this and kind of hurting a little bit inside and being like, how can I better well, stay in well, touch? Well, with let me my ask you players? this, Adam. So, is it that different than? And I wonder if players understand it this way. So, you know, I got two particular friends who are great high school friends. They were good college friends, but we went to different colleges and didn't always see each other, right? But then as we began to have kids and families and whatever, time goes on, and then we talk. Like, all of a sudden, we haven't talked for six months, seven months, and we talk. We're like, hey, man, I want you to know I'm still always here for you. I still got your back. I still got lots of love for him here. You know, or like when my dad passed, I mean, they were the first ones to call. They were the ones at the funeral. And they know that I would show up at their things, and they know if they were in trouble. It's kind of understood. Like, I know we don't talk all the time. But I got a deep level of you're always my guy, you know, and I wonder if players if if they recognize that or if, if or if it is a pain process like after one year they feel a little more disconnected, two years, three years. I would love to actually get some feedback from players on how they feel from coach. Like, oh, I understand. Like, coach is just like we're only going to talk every once in a while. Or if a lot of players feel like, man, coach is betrayed. He cut me off as soon as I was done. I, I'd love to hear some fa- feedback from players on that. I, I think we may need to flip this around for a part two and yeah. actually get that feedback because I'm absolutely intrigued. You know, do they? What do they feel? Right? Yeah. They're like, well, Adam came into my life like hardcore for four months and yeah. barely talked to him. And, and the, the problem is, and I tell some of my players this, listen, I hope you follow me on social. I want to follow you, right? But 
are you going to post interesting content? Okay. Like I joke with my players. They'll say, hey, coach, when are you going to follow me? I'm like, well, tell me about what you post. Right? No offense. A lot of these high schoolers are not interesting to follow. Right? They're posting some of the silliest stuff. And, and they might say the same about what we post. Which is fair. Which is fair. Right? Yeah. But I always joke. I'm like, hey, you post interesting content. I'll follow you. Yeah. But if you're just going to be doing goofy faces like during seventh period and do like 10 different goofy faces in a row, like, hey, I mean, I follow. I only have so much time on social media. Yeah. Okay? So interesting topic, though. All right? If there's any ideas that you, sh- you use with your players, we'd love to hear it. Right? Yep. Please let us know. Send us a tweet at hardwood underscore hustle. I'd love to get more ideas of just ways to better engage former players. Yeah, you know, and I know what I'm going to be doing for the next hour or two. It's texting former players. But, uh, <laughs> hey, coaches, if you enjoy listening to us, do us a favor. Go give us a five-star rating and leave a comment. It means a lot to us. We haven't said anything in a while, but it just helps out the show. So tell a friend. Give a five-star rating. Leave a comment. Till next time, he's Adam. I am TJ. We're the Hardwood Hustle. Peace. <laughs>